Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee, my Javalia coffee this morning. I'm enjoying a cup, and I hope you are enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. That's what we do here on this podcast. We celebrate the freedom that we already have in Jesus Christ. We drink some really good coffee, and coffee in Jesus, Jesus and coffee. Thank you so much for joining us. And I really do want to say that, uh, you know, I feel like this is, this is a community uh, this is a community of you all, really, who have come together with the with the sole idea of celebrating Jesus, w- wanting to know our freedom in Christ, wanting to be able to live from this freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. And so thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much uh, for those of you that pray for us, that financially support us. Keep, the, keep that coming because we could not do this without you. Well, I started a series last time on the mind. And I want to continue with that today. Uh, I did a kind of an overview of where we're going to go over these next, um, you know, probably a few weeks as I want to be able to, to kind of take this slow and go through this. This is so important. And today I want to kind of answer two questions. The first question is kind of defining the battle. What is, what is the real battle, actually? And then what is the foundation for winning the battle? What is the what is the foundation for believing and thinking on truth? Uh, because so much of what I was taught about about um, the way to approach this, the way to approach temptation or whatever, first of all, I thought I was battling myself, um, and I was just kind of a a good me and a bad me. And then the second way was that I had to get stronger. I had to get more of something. I was missing something. So in order to deal with you know, these temptations or whatever, that my mind wasn't strong enough or I didn't have something that I had to get. So a lot of this thinking that it may go against what you've been told. So I, again, I want to, as we go through this, I want to give you a couple of things. Write down any notes that you that you need to take, especially some questions that I that I give you. But also, please, please, please engage God with this. Don't take my word for it. Engage the Holy Spirit with this. If you struggle with thoughts, if you're, and I have guys telling me all the time, I just can't, my thought life, and this and this, and I get it, right? So if this is something that really is something you struggle with, engage the Holy Spirit with this, because He wants us to know truth, the truth of what He's freely given to us. He wants us to know truth. He wants us to be living from truth. So engage God with this. Maybe there's some scripture verses that you just need to focus on that jump out at you as I read through scriptures throughout this series. But please engage God. Talk to him about it, in other words. That's what I mean by engage, engaging God. You know, Lord, I've been believing this for so long, but I'm hearing this truth, and it may I, I may not be able to believe it. I don't feel it. I'm not acting on it right now. But, Lord, by your Spirit, reveal to me that it's truth. So, so engage God with the idea that he is going to reveal this to you. He's going to reveal it, and now what do we do with it? Our choice is to agree with it, believe it, even though we may not feel it. And then out of that trusting of that truth, that's where transformation happens. That's where the transformation of the mind, the renewing of the mind that Scripture talks about. And this is all done through the Holy Spirit. This is all done through the supernatural revelation of Christ in us. So that's where we're going to be going today. So just keep that in mind as we go through this. So what is the real... I, I, I started off last time as, you know, do you think about what you think about? You know, we have thoughts coming in our minds all the time, and, and some of those can be just like, where'd that come from, right? We're constantly having all these thoughts... And a lot of times we think, sometimes especially if we're dealing with a certain behavior, we think those thoughts are coming from us. We think those, you know, those lustful thoughts, those greedy thoughts, those angry thoughts, those whatever coming from us. And I was always told that, 
right? But now that once I began to understand my identity, once I began to understand who um, who I was in Christ, I was realizing what my opponents were, and that's going to be our next session. We're going to actually talk about what what are the the enemies in this battle. Um, but I was always, you know, told that that was kind of I was kind of the enemy. I was kind of going against myself. It was kind of a battle against the good me and the bad me. And so some days the good me would win out, and some days it wouldn't. And so so when, when you're living under lies, and here's what this really what is the real battle? Well, the real battle is truth versus lies. The real battle is the spirit versus the flesh. The real battle is is your identity in Christ versus what everybody else and every other lie that wants to tell you who you are and what you're not. That's the real battle. So there is a battle going on. It's not for your spirit, but it's for your mind. So what what is the battle? It's the battle of God's truth versus the flesh. It's the it's the battle of truth versus lies. And someone who continues to live in a lie, which I did many lies for a lot of years in my Christian life, we're going to be acting on what we think and believe. You will, Remember, you will not live beyond what you believe. And so if you believe something that's a lie, you're going to be living on that. And so do you think about what you think about and where is it coming from? So we got to know this. The real battle is not you. It's not against you, yourself. And I, I went kind of did an overview of that last time. It's not about you trying to get stronger or you not having enough faith, or you not having enough willpower, or any of those kind of things. That's not the real battle. The real battle is the Spirit of Christ living in you versus all these opponents that are coming at you. It's it's the battle of truth versus lies. So you have to know the origin of where that thought's coming from. So here's a couple of really good questions just to start off with. Um, because do you think about what you're thinking about? Where, where's, where's That lustful thought comes, that greedy thought comes. Where is it coming from? Is it coming from me? Or is it coming from the flesh or from the enemy or from the world or whatever? So that's the, knowing the origin of the thought, knowing the source of the thought. That's a key word. That's a word we use a lot here. So you may want to write that. Is it from God or is it from my flesh? And here's a good way of telling where the real battle is, is does it produce peace, freedom, joy? Uh, is, there a, is there a rest? Is there a peace? Is there a, uh, or is there a condemnation? Is there an expectation? Is there a... Um, is there a beating over the head? Is there a fear? Is there? So that's a great way to tell. If it's, if it's from God, you're not going to have any of those other things. Okay. Now, does the Spirit of God correct us? Absolutely. But He does it out of love and kindness and reminding us who we are, especially if we give in to that thought. If we give in to that thought, the Spirit's not saying, oh boy, man, I would just wish. No, He's saying, here's who you are. That's why, this, that's why you're frustrated because it doesn't fit with you. So knowing the origin, knowing the truth. Of that belief. Okay, here's another question. Does it line up with God's truth? So there's a couple of questions there. Is it from God or from the opponents? And we're going to go over the opponents more next time. You may just want to put down opponents, but it could be flesh. Okay. And then what is it true? Maybe that's that's a simple question. Is it true according to God's word, according to God's truth? Okay, and then we're going to talk about taking these thoughts captive. We're going to actually read that verse in a couple of episodes because then this is where the winning of the, the choosing comes in is we actually are now choosing God's power, God's source, Christ in us to take that thought captive. And we maybe heard that verse a lot of times, but we thought it was this, and this is what we're supposed to do. But I'm going to actually go through that verse, probably even maybe take a whole episode on that because it's such a key verse. I use it all the time 
with guys, and you've heard it a lot before, taking those thoughts captive. And what does that look like and what does that mean? And then ultimately then the, the, the last part of this is, okay, so it's where's that thought coming from? Is it God or from the enemy? Uh, knowing the truth, okay, does it line up with God's truth? Is it true? And then God, Christ in me is enough, is sufficient, okay? His power in me is to take to is is powerful enough to take that thought captive. And then the fourth part of this is is what can God only God can accomplish this. So it's seeking God to replace those beliefs and those thoughts. Okay, so this is what we're going to be going through here. That's that's the found. That's what the battle is. Okay, that's kind of what we've defined it as. What the battle is, and so as we go through this, the rest of this today, I want to talk a little bit more about um, the foundation of this. Because and, and as I finish up, really, what the battle is. Here's here's a few other thoughts because because there is this nonstop battle. And and you know, in Romans seven twenty three, it says this. It says Paul says, "I see another law at work in the members." Of my body waging war against the law of my mind, right? So there's, you already you already can recognize there's a battle going on for your mind. Truth versus lies, right? There is. It's a battle for what you think. It's a battle for what you believe. All of this is not a battle for your spirit. It's a battle for belief, believing what God has already done, believing that Christ has set you free, believing that you've got everything you need for life and godliness. That's the real battle. It's not against yourself. So once we see that, once I began to see that and the Spirit began to reveal that, I realized I wasn't fighting against myself. There was opponents coming at me, but Christ had already set me free and His power in me was going to be more than sufficient to deal with and renew my mind to the truth in dealing with whatever I was struggling with, whatever I was dealing with. But maybe you're, maybe you've been trying to live a Christian life your whole life. Maybe you've been battling these these thoughts you you you've been trying to keep a set of religious rules your whole life maybe this defines some maybe you've been trying to keep god's commands maybe you've been trying to change or transform yourself maybe you've been trying just to focus on stopping sinning and and that's going to be maybe you've been trying to set yourself free if you just only do this or improve yourself or go out and try to produce this freedom in your own way and you've realized at some point that you can't can't do it because as John 8.32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Knowing truth is God's truth. That's the good news that truth will set us free and we've already been set free. But, but, but living out of a lie, what is that going to result in? It's going to, of course, result in living out of that bondage, responding out of a lie. And so we've got to know the foundation. The foundation, this is where we're going to get into the foundation. The foundation really for this is understanding Christ as your source. And I know I talk about that a lot, but this is, I tried for so long to become the source, to be the source, or look for an outside source to overcome these thoughts, to overcome these fleshly behaviors, to overcome. And once I began to realize that Christ in me is sufficient, he's provided everything I need, I was trying to live what I thought was supposed to be a good Christian life. I did that for much of my life, from seven years old into my mid-30s, of trying to just kind of do what I thought I was supposed to do. And, 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 and when the battle came, I was supposed to be the one to fight the battle. I was supposed to be the one, I was supposed to be the one to get myself from, you know, stopping sinning, keeping all of God's expectations, setting myself free, overcoming and getting victory in these temptations and all. And at some point you just realize I can't do it and you're not supposed to do it. You're not supposed to be the one to do it. You're not supposed to be. Christ is the Christ is the source of that. 
And so as we, as we look at that, that's, that's going to be our foundation as we continue on. It's Christ himself. The Christian life is Christ himself. It's a person. And winning this battle of the mind is going to come from Christ and nothing else. Trusting, Christ, trusting the truth of what you have in Jesus Christ. It's the person of Christ in you. He is the source of your life in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1 30, there's a version of this that says this, is that he is the source of your life in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. God gives us the answer to this battle. He is the source of it. He is the source. Um, and here's, here's one, a definition of source is, is one that produces. Okay, So who's the one producing it? Am I, I was for years and years going out and trying to produce the freedom, trying to produce the victory. I would have never said it that way. I would always say, well, yeah, sure, God's, God's there. He's helping me. I would say it like that. He's helping me. But no, Christ is the only one that can defeat the flesh, can defeat these, these uh, lying thoughts. He's the only one anyway because he's the source of truth. If he's the source of truth, then he is the one who produces it. He's the one that, and this may be a new truth to you because so many, I believe, Christians have been taught that it's kind of them that are to be the source to produce this Christian life, to, to renew their thoughts, all these kind of things. There can only be one true source. Am I living out of Christ as my source to renew my mind to the truth? Or am I living out of what I'm being told, taught to do, expectations I think that God wants for me, all of that. So this foundation of Christ as a source has to be a reality for you. This, this, and I again, I, I engage God with this. There's so many scriptures that that talk about Christ as your source. Acts 17, 28 is one of my favorites. In Him we live and move and have our being. Romans 11:36. For from Him and through Him and to Him are all things. And maybe you will want to write some more things down right now. Maybe maybe ask this question: What are some other words that come to your mind when you think of that word source? You know, I think of it as if I'm thirsty, it's a hot day. I'm thinking in a physical term, right? If I'm thirsty and I want to quench that thirst, what source am I going to go to? What's going to produce the quenching of my thirst? Well, let's say my choices are drinking a nice cold glass of water or drinking a soda. Well, if I drink the soda, it may taste really good, but it's not going to quench that thirst. But if I choose to drink from the water... It's going to quench the thirst. It's going to be the one that's going to produce the quenching, <laughs> right? So that's that's just kind of one way I visualize seeing that you know that source thing. So Christ is the one that's met all of your needs. He's the one that's going to, and he's going to be the one to reveal your identity, to reveal the true source that these thoughts are not coming from you. He's going to be the source to reveal your victory, your freedom. He's going to be the one that's going to be renewing your mind. Will we, the question becomes, will we let him do it? And, and the result of this is that it's Romans 12 too, is as now, as our minds being transformed, we're living out of that transformation. We're living out of what's already true of us. Because here it is, believing and thinking that Christ uh, is our source will lead to choosing and behaving like Christ is our source. <laughs> that's, that's what, so it, so here, that, that's just so so important um, to know. So, um, so so this God being the source means that He's going to win this battle. He's going to win this battle, and I want to I want to focus on this scripture. Here's a couple of more scriptures today. Uh, it's Romans eight thirteen. It says, "For if you are living according to the flesh, you must die. But if by the Spirit you are putting to death the deeds of the body." 
you will live. It's this battle. There it is. Flesh versus spirit. I'm cho- if I'm choosing to live by the spirit, I'm going to live. There's life. It's capital L life. But if I'm choosing to, to live according to the flesh, there will be death. We know that. Because anytime I choose to go to the flesh, it's, going, it's not going to produce life. I still have life in me, but I have two ways to choose to live. I have two ways to choose to focus. And it's, it's either Christ is going to be my source or I'm going to look to another source outside of that to get my needs met. So as Christ is the source, he will win the battle for their mind. And what does that mean? Well, it means he's going to teach you truth. Here's a couple of more scriptures. And again, I want you to engage God with this. He's going to be the one to teach and reveal this truth. John 16, 13. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, this is the Holy Spirit, he will guide you into all truth. There it is. He will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come. In other words, he is the one, the spirit of God is your teacher, is your counselor. He's the one that's going to be, as you're engaging with this battle of the mind, you aren't the one that has to come up with it. The Spirit of God in you is going to be the one that's going to reveal truth. Now, he may use other sources. He may use the Bible. He may use a podcast. He may use a path. He may, but ultimately, it's the Spirit of God that is the source of truth. What's the second thing? Well, it's good. he's going to make this truth become a revelation. He's going to supernaturally reveal it to you. Ephesians 1.17 that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. He is wanting to reveal the knowledge of how much He loves you, how new you are, your new identity, that He is the source, that He is the foundation of all of this. This is the foundation for the battle right here. He's the one that's truth. He's the one that's going to reveal it to you. And then here it is, the third part. He's the one that's going to renew your mind, Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He will be the one to renew your mind to believe this truth. He's going to be the one to remind you of this truth. Now, here's, here's where it really gets shut. When the battle comes, because I know what you're saying. Well, Matt, but the battle comes. It's coming all the time. I got all these thoughts. I know. So here it is. John 14, 26, when that bat, in the midst of the battle, he's going to be the one to remind you of this truth. Here it is. But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I've said to you. So it's the Spirit of God, even in the midst of that, that will remind us. It's, it's going to be for us to get in good practice. We're going to, and we're going to talk about that, the practical ways of this, but to get in good practice of being able to set our minds on truth in the midst of the battle. And then lastly, he's going to be the one that's going to be the power source in this battle. He's the power source. Hebrews 2.14 says this, Therefore, since the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise also partook of the same, that through death he, Jesus, might render powerless him, Satan, who had the power of death. That is the devil. That I mean, we're going to talk about that more later when we, when we talk about our opponents, but Christ has rendered the enemy powerless. Do you realize the power of Christ living in you? And here's another question that comes up then. With all, since all that's true, well, why can't you win the battle then? Well, you can't win the battle because you're not supposed to. I was trying to win the battle for my whole life. I was trying to do it in my own way. I was trying to overcome and find freedom. And, and John 15, 5 is a really, really great verse. But it says in there, part of that verse says, Apart from me, you can do nothing. I've looked up the definition of the word nothing, and here's a simple definition for the word nothing. Nothing means nothing. (laughs) 
So in reference to this battle of the mind and, and, and seeking about this battle of the mind, nothing means that apart from the power of God, you can't win the battle. And you already know this, but we still try, don't we? We still try. We still try because we think that just tell me what to do. I can do this. I can, I can overcome this. I can just give me the plan. Give me the steps. Give me the, give me all the things to to guard my mind and all. And yeah, it's the spirit of God that's reminding you. It's the spirit of God that's renewing. It's the spirit of God that's the source. Here's another really great verse to remind us of this. Colossians two nine and ten. You've heard me read this before. This talks about your completeness. You've already got it. All. For it says, for in Him all the fullness of the deity dwells in bodily form. And in him you have been made complete. And he is the head over all rule and authority. In him, God has put his life and power in you because without his power in us, we could never overcome and win these battles. We couldn't. I think that's a great place to get to is getting to a place where you say, well, I I can't. I can't win this battle. I've been trying to do what everybody else is trying. And that was me for about 30 plus years trying to win this battle for my mind. Ultimately, it was a battle of belief, and I, didn't th- I thought it was a battle for my behavior. It was ultimately a battle of belief, of thoughts and beliefs that needed to be in alignment with God's truth. I didn't know I was complete in Christ. I didn't know that I had everything I needed for life and godliness. I didn't know Christ was my source. I was still going out and trying to find other sources. And so here it is. Here's why Christ, this is the key to why Christ has to be the source for us to do battle on this because we can be deceived in our beliefs and thoughts. We can be. We're not the source of those thoughts. They're coming at us. They're flowing in. One way I like to think of this is, you've ever been in a car and you have the windows down and all of a sudden a piece of trash blows in one window and then it blows out the other. That's like a thought. That's like a stinking thinking thought. Now, we may take ownership. We may grab onto that piece of trash and say, oh, that's mine. That's really for me. I'm, I'm really a dirty, rotten sinner. I'm really just a lustful person. I'm really just a no good, I, whatever. I, I'm just a no, I'm not, I'm not lovable. I'm not acceptable. I'm not, we may take ownership of that, right? And then guess what? The thought stays with us. We don't let it blow out the other side. But sometimes those thoughts just come in, it blows in one window and blows out the other. But guess what? It's not coming from you. It's coming from an outside source. But we can be deceived in our thinking and beliefs because we've taken ownership of those thoughts, We've said, yeah, that must be true. That must be true that I'm just, this, this lustful thought is just coming from me. So then therefore, what do we say? Well, I'm just a lustful person. No. What if it's we've actually been deceived and I'm thinking, you may have never been here, have heard this teaching before. You may have heard, well, you're just a dirty, rotten, whatever. You, you're just, man, you're just a lustful person. What's wrong with you? Nothing's actually wrong with you. It's that you've been deceived in your thoughts and beliefs. And here's another really, really thing. We actually can't discern between the truth and lying thoughts because that's the Spirit of God. If the Spirit of God is truth, and He's the source of truth, and He's the one who's going to reveal that to us, we can't discern that. It's the Spirit of God that teaches us, that counsels us, that reveals to us. Not some other outside source. This is what is so important because if I'm trying to figure out what's true and what's not, I've got to give that to God. God, you know, I hear, and here's a way... Here's a way to engage the Lord. God, I've been, I've been taking ownership of this thought for so long. I thought I just was a lustful person for my whole life. But Lord, I, 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 I want to know the truth. I want you to reveal the truth to me. What is the truth in this? That I struggle with this, these lustful thoughts. I struggle with pornography. I struggle with whatever that may be. But where's the real battle? And, and God, reveal truth to me. 
And so here's, and then what happens out of that is because we've taken ownership of that, then we've had, we've got established patterns of fleshly thinking, believing, and, and acting. And so it's negatively impacting our lives because we're, we've been believing the lie and thinking on the lie. We've taken ownership of it. And for so long, they become so deeply ingrained in us that we wonder why we keep going back to these strongholds, these behaviors, is because we've, we've taken ownership of them for so long. We've grabbed a hold of that trash flying into the car for so long. We've held on to it for so long, and we can't seem to let it go because it seems like it's life to us. It seems like it's the truth. And here's the other part of it, is our willpower is never going to be any match to overcome this. Uh, and we try to do it in our behavior first, but it's it's not even going to be, our willpower is not going to be able to overcome those thoughts and beliefs because we've taken ownership of it for so long. It's not going to be able to overcome the flesh, the power of sin, the enemy, any of that. It's not. I hope this section helps because actually to say you can't win the battle, <laughs> you can't win the battle. Uh, of your mind and your own strength and willpower. You can't do it. Apart from Christ, you can do nothing. But the good news is that you're not apart from Christ. You've got Christ living in you. And so you are already victorious. And I want to just end with this, and this is where John, the other part of John 15, 5 comes in, is what is our role now? So that's set the, that's, that has set the foundation, but our role, we have a role to play. And winning this battle, and you're you're going to know that it's trusting, it's dependence, it's it's here it is. And John, so John fifteen, the other, the other part of this verse, John fifteen five says, "I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit." This is a totally this is a dependent scripture verse, a trust. In other words, you already you already abide in Christ. He already lives in you, and you live in Him. There's not going to be any. If I choose to give into the flesh, it doesn't mean that I'm that He's separated from me. But this 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 idea of, of of abiding here means I choose to depend. He's the vine. I'm not going to try to be the vine. I'm not going to try to be the producer of this. I'm not going to try to win the battle. He's the vine. I'm the branch. So here it is. What's my choice? I choose to depend. This word abide is another word for dependence. You're always living in Christ. You're always, abide just simply means live. I abide in Texas. I'm not trying and making an effort to live in Texas, but I can still choose to live in Texas because I'm already abiding in Texas. Does that make sense? I'm depending on living in Texas because I already live in Texas. You abide in Christ. You already live in Christ. But as I choose, as I choose to abide, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing to depend. It's both. It's both. What if I don't choose to depend? Does that mean I'm not abiding in Christ? No, you're still in Christ. You just aren't going to experience that dependence. You're not going to experience his life in you as you choose to give into the flesh. So God created us to be dependent on him. What's our role in this? To depend on him to do what only he can do, to to win this battle that only he can win. His design for us is to live moment by moment in dependence on Him. And that's where Adam and Eve dropped the ball because they had everything they needed in God, and yet they chose to go and meet their needs on their own, in their own way. And so God is going to be the one to produce this. That word bear there in John 15, that means it doesn't mean produce. It means to carry. So, we, so the key point in that is that the branch doesn't produce this. You're not producing the winning of the battle. The vine is the source of it. Who's the vine? Jesus Christ, Christ in you. You're connected to the vine. He's connected to you. He's the one that's producing this in you. Will we let him? Will we let him? 
Our part is just having this attitude of dependence, this attitude of trusting Christ as our source, as our life. Uh, and he's going to be the one that's going to win the battle because he's the only one that can win the battle. He's the only one that can win the battle. So just to end here today, I want to give you a few questions, just for something, another way for you to engage God. What would this look like in your life if you saw Christ as your source, if you knew Christ was your source, and he was the only one that could do this? So uh, question, how can living dependent on Christ uh, to win this battle of the mind help you? Um, how can it, how can it, what, how, what transformation would happen for you if this, this living dependence on Christ to win this battle? This seems like it would be passive, right? You know, it seems like it would be something where there's nothing for me to do, but no, there is something for me to do. And what does that look like? Right? Um, so what, what do you think would be some of the results in your life? What do you think would be as you, as you living as the spiritual branch, Christ is the vine, he's the source, but you living in moment by moment dependence, on him as your life, what do you think that what 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 benefit would that be of you? What results would that be in your life as you deal with these temptations? Now here's some other questions. Have you believed that you're the one that has to produce it, that you're the one that has to win the battle? What would it change? How would this change in your attitude if you believe that your part is actually dependence? It's not the producing of it, it's not the finding of it, it's not the searching for it, it's not the more willpower, strong getting stronger, more faith, but actually your part is dependence. How does this truth how does that differ from what you've heard? From what you've been told, from what what religion has told you? And I want to say God, ask God to give you a deeper spiritual understanding of these of this branch vine relationship, but also Christ as your source and as you deal with the, the battle of the mind that it's ultimately him is going to be the one. You actually get to rest. You get to rest because he's the only one that can defeat it anyway. And I want to just end a little, with a little bit about more of my story of, of this. I, As I've shared a lot on this podcast, I spent much of my Christian walk trying to win these battles, trying to overcome, trying to find victory in these battles. And boy, I can just tell you it was exhausting at some point. I think I still believed I could do it. Just tell, I saw other people that seemed to be living victorious lives, and I thought, well, my man, must, I, I must not have it. I must not have what it takes. I must not have. And so all those lies were so so entrenched there. But until, until I began to choose to, to listen to the Spirit of God, who was always testifying to my spirit, and he began to reveal these truths that I can't live this Christian life in my own dependency, my own self-sufficiency. I can't overcome. I can't find freedom. But actually, then, the other side of that, too, is that I've already got everything I need to walk this Christian life, to walk by the Spirit, to walk in freedom, to walk in victory. I didn't know that I had all that. So the Spirit of God began to reveal the Spirit of God. And He's still revealing. He's still transforming. He's still renewing my mind. This is all still process of growth and spiritual maturity, but now I can see it so much better. It's not me trying to go out there and get it and fight the battle. It's ultimately resting in the fact, resting in the one, the only one who can win the battle, who can win the battle. So just to kind of summarize today, do you think about what you think about? There is a nonstop battle going on for your mind, not your spirit. It's not a battle against you. The foundation is knowing Christ as your source, and, and Christ himself is the source. He is the only one that meets our needs. He is the only one that can win this battle 
of our minds. And here's and a great place to get to is saying we can't win the battle. It's actually giving up. We can't win the battle of the mind and our own willpower and our own strength and our own self-sufficiency and our own commitment, more commitment. We can't. What's our part? Our part is dependence. Our part is trust to allow God to do what only he can do. Why does that not, not encouraging that we get to trust our parts, trust and dependence? God, go God, you get to win the battle. But to be able to ask those questions, where's this thought coming from? Because is it from God or is it from another source? That's a really important question. So I hope you've written down some of these things. Next time we're going to go in to some, some really key truths about who are our enemies, who are our opponents in this? What does that look like? Because we've, we've been told maybe I'm the enemy. I'm the enemy. I'm a lustful person. i got to fight against myself. Well, no, we've got some enemies, okay? And we're going to talk about and discern through that a little bit more because that will help us as we engage in this battle. But the battle is not against yourself, brother and sister in Christ. You've been given everything you need today. So walk in this freedom because the Son has set you free. The truth will set you free, and you are free indeed. So walk in that truth today. Believe it. Rejoice in it. Choose it today because it's yours All is a gift. All is a gift. So thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Reach out to us if you'd like to pursue coaching. We have a couple of resources available for you. Uh, So any of that is going to be available in the description notes. Uh, And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm